It's the Whatever Man Podcast. Whatever man podcast, Chuck. Chuck. The fuck is going on? Shit. <laughs> it's been a goddamn year. Been a year already. Uh I guess we can get this out of the way. Uh rest in peace to DMX. Rest in peace to Black Rob. I did a lot of foul shit to that music. I appreciate you niggas. Uh Grinded on a lot of inebriated women. <laughs> Consensually. We put that out there. It was consensual. We was grinding on each other while we was drunk. And we did some wild shit in the club to them niggas' music. And I appreciate them. Uh, 1997, 1998, 1999. Some good fucking years. Um, about that. So yeah, you know, not perfect individuals. I'm not trying to say all of that. I'm saying they put some shit out and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I want to say thank you for that. All the other shit, they personalized. I'm not getting into that because I don't know them niggas like that. And it is what it is. Um, How did uh, Rob die? He was sick. Rob was died. He was sick from a... I read it. I don't remember what the fuck it was because he had like real high medical bills and shit. He had been in a coma, coma for a while or some other shit. Uh, I know they was trying to get his shit together. He was trying to, uh, him and some people was trying to put it in together to get a, get a place to stay because he was homeless. So, yeah. Yeah, his, his shit was, his, his shit was fucked up. I didn't read into it as much as I should have probably. So Diddy did him that dirty. <laughs> Diddy did everybody that dirty back then, man. The only person that that never said anything about Diddy fucking him over was was Big, and that's probably because Big died. Like, look, man, Diddy came up under that old fuck over the artist system, so he just continued doing what he knew how to do. So, I mean, look, I, I've been saying this for a long fucking time. Uh. The only niggas that hate niggas more than white people is other niggas. That's just how it is. We we got fucked over. We came up under that system. We learned to fuck each other over the same way. So, because, I mean, we like to sit up here and talk about how white people fuck black people over and fuck all the other races over. They fuck each other over just as much. We just don't see it. But they fuck each other over. There's more there's more white people living in the trailer park than it is niggas living in the hood just because of the numbers. So I ain't when, you, when I ride around this I mean I know it's a white city or whatever, but when I ride around Austin, I see a whole lot of homeless white people too. So I right, you take it for what you want. Uh but yeah, Diddy, I mean, I don't know what Diddy's relationship with Rob was at the end. I know that I've seen pictures of them together, you know, from the last couple months or whatever. Obviously, you know, Diddy wasn't, you know, helping the nigga out. And Mace came out 
saying how Diddy still owns his publishing after 20 years or whatever, and he never really got the money that he should have got for putting out Harlem World and all them fucking hits and doing all that writing and all the other shit. Diddy was like, nigga, you know, you signed a contract. You got paid what I said I would pay you. You want your shit back? Buy it back like everybody else. <laughs> Which, I mean, he got a point. But still, you, you do that and then you turn around and talk about, you know, black ownership and whatever. Like, nigga, you own other people's shit, but I, that's not my, I, I don't know shit about the music business. You take it for what you will, but that nigga died, you know, Black Rob died sick and homeless. And that nigga made Bad Boy a whole lot of money. Because, yeah, I mean, Woe was his big single and shit, but... That nigga was on 24 Hours to Live. He was on a ton of fucking albums. Yeah. And he was the only rapper, rapper that was left on Bad Boy at the time. Because Big was dead. Craig Mack had retired. Mace was gone. Loon was in jail. Like, Black Rob was holding down Bad Boy for rap for from, what, 99 to, like, 06? There wasn't no other rap like the only other person rapping on Bad Boy at the time was probably Diddy. <laughs> Cause and the locks had left. The locks had been left at that time. Oh, and they had G Dep. But then G Dep ended up going to jail too. Really? Yeah, G Dep was in jail. Then he shot somebody. Actually, no. He shot somebody prior to and he had an epiphany and turned himself in. That nigga did 12 or some shit like that. He, I think he just got out. No, that was Loon that just got out. G-Dub's still in jail, I think. Well, I'm going to say this about X. No, and, 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 you, and you know, and I'm not saying this. In a fuck, I am saying in a fucked up way, but say for instance, you you got this ain't rap. Let's say Lane Staley. Okay. It was a terrible loss, but the motherfucker was on heroin. Here he is at the at that uh, MTV Live. He's wearing a diaper. Yeah, you know, and you didn't really. I didn't really say a lot of bad shit when he died. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Is that heroin overdose, right? Oh, I don't... You, probably. So, thing is with... What I'm about to say with X, you got people... Well, you know, you don't... You never had heard of another rapper that was so close to God and all this, you know. You know, praise to God to, to, to whatever, to X and all this, God, whatever. And I was like, oh, man, fuck that. You need to be asking yourself... How much crack did that motherfucker smoke to put himself in a fucking coma? You can't be sitting there uh, well, I mean, being was all it, godlike. Do you know it was crack? I'm serious. Do you know it was crack? That's, that's what I thought I read. I thought I read crack. Because, I mean, we talking coma. It might have been fentanyl. It could have been all kinds of shit. That's the popular shit now. People are using fentanyl. That's that's heroin. Heroin, basically. Yeah. It's legal heroin. And they, they use that shit to put you to sleep. Mm-hmm. Ooh. It's the shit that killed Michael Jackson. Man. 
That shit works. It takes its time, but it works. Yeah. They, they, oof. yeah. <laughs> well, look, man, like but, being close to God and being a fucking addict. It's like, you know, I there's plenty of motherfuckers. Like my uncle, he was a crackhead. He was super close to God too. But niggas is niggas. Like people are human. True. So, but yeah, we human. And we got that free will to to do whatever it is that we want, but just because he prayed on about every other show and he yeah. did this and he did that, the motherfucker was still smoking crack. Yeah, it's like niggas pray and they still cheat on their wife. Niggas yeah. pray and they do all kind of fuck shit. So you know, so, I was I'm saying is hey, you know what? When I die, tell the truth. Well, I mean, people did tell the truth. Nobody, nobody's going around saying that X wasn't a fucking. Don't be one sided. Everybody, everybody knew X was a fucking. But, but what I was saying is, just don't be one sided. Yeah. Well, all right. So, I understand what you're saying, but you're not famous. I know I'm not famous. So, I mean, that's the thing. Is like when X died, when they was in the like the first newspaper article that came out was about all the houses he lost. Like he had thirty houses from the time he got from the time it's dark and hell is hot to now. He bought like thirty places to live and he lost all of them. They was putting out shit about how he blew all his money, uh all the kids he had. Like they they ran all of the negative shit. And that was an overreaction. And then you see that clip with his sister. Hmm? So, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, that was an overreaction. Trying and to then force tears. everybody putting out shit, like, trying to be positive about him was an overreaction. Like, the nigga was human. I mean, he would fucking, he was like, as much as he prayed and he did all that other shit, he would tell people about being an addict, too. He would tell all them fucking stories about him robbing people. Like, he wasn't like that about himself. So, I don't pay attention to the shit that other people say. Like, I, I listen to what he says about his own life, and he knew his shit was fucked up. That's the reason why he was in and out of rehab trying to fix all that shit. Yeah. But. It's, 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 it's sad, man. I mean. Yeah. Where, yeah, where can up. you, where can you, it's like I've seen this thing where uh, Master P was saying that there should be something set up for people that. Let's say, for instance, like uh, retired basketball players. Yeah. They go to uh, networking or whatever. Yeah. Commentating. But the thing is, with music, you got to buy your own shit. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, uh, was it Noriega, uh, Diddy, and somebody else was talking about starting a union? Where basically a, a portion of your shit goes into the union. Like dues, and then when you get to your retirement age or whatever, you get that back, right? So no rapper will go without something. To and they were like, you know, trying to figure out well, at what level, you know, because anybody could say that they're a rapper, right? But at what level does your thing kick in? You know, do you have to have like something on the Hot 100? Do you have to have a song played on the radio? Like what constitutes that or whatever? And I mean, it's a decent idea, but 
and this is gonna sound fucked up, and it should sound fucked up. Artists are fucking crazy. Like I work at a fucking local TV station. I've very rarely seen famous people, but the people who try to create shit and make a living off of creating shit, like entertainment shit, singers, rappers, actors, they're all fucking crazy. They're unstable fucking people. Because most art comes from an unstable fucking place. That's the reason why so many comedians are fucked up. Like, funny people, they, they make fun of tragedy. <laughs> All my favorite comedians are fucked up. All the comedians I like are fucked up. And I love them that they're fucked up like that and shit. But they all come from fucking tragic backgrounds. Or something fucked up happened to them. And they can get on stage and make other motherfuckers laugh about the fucked up shit in their life. And it's a beautiful thing. But not the most stable fucking people in the world. Like, it's <laughs> just what it is. So, I mean, it's just like, you know, you had a DMX. Like, all the money that nigga made, and let's get real, this nigga came up during the time when the 360 was common, when the 360 deal was common, where the fucking label owned everything you did except for your tour money and shit, and he still made millions, that nigga sold, he the only artist to put out two uh, number one albums in one year, like, DMX did some amazing shit, he put out six albums, three of the motherfuckers arguably with three of the best albums put out in that time span from like DMX's run from like 97 to like 02 and this guy was smoking crack the whole time he was yeah well I highly doubt he was smoking crack during that first year just because of the touring and the recording and it's a lot of fucking work and he seemed pretty clean and he seemed pretty healthy but after Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood, basically after that fucking uh, big-ass tour that him and Method Man and Jay and all them did, after that, when that nigga took that two-year hiatus or whatever, yeah, he probably smoked everything. <laughs> That's when that nigga started doing dumb shit, stealing cars. This nigga, this nigga showed up to pick up another rapper in a stolen car. <laughs> Like, and then he made that album and he toured for a while and he had some hits on that. Then he started doing movies. And when he started doing the movies, you know, movies take a long fucking time to make. I mean, you're talking, you know, between three and four months. And then he had to go out and do press for the movies and do all that other shit. So he was probably cooled in. Then he went on another binge. Like, the, the, problem, the problem with that shit is, is when they're working, they're probably fine. But in them long-ass periods between projects, you ain't got nothing, to, nothing but time, and you ain't got nobody that's going to tell you no. As long as you paying for it, ain't nobody going to tell you no. Ain't nobody, like, because this is the thing, is people, like, X never told anybody about other people. He always talked about himself. But... That nigga went smoking by himself. You know, 
Motherfucker, like, look. Look, I. There must I, have been a lot of fucking people. Yeah. That ain't saying shit like some. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. It's just like, uh, what's his name? Conrad Murray. Injected Mike with all the fucking painkillers and shit. Was putting Mike to putting Mike to sleep mm-hmm. every goddamn night. Didn't know CPR. No, he knew CPR. That nigga's a doctor. He knew CPR. But he didn't perform it on him. Yeah. Well, I mean, he probably did that shit to Mike every night. And, you know, monitored him for a little while and, and left. Wait a minute. I thought he said he didn't know CPR. Man, you can't be a doctor and not know but CPR. But he did. I think that's one of the questions, isn't that's it? That's stupid. <laughs> I don't think so. Because Mike, Mike, well, it's stupid to say a motherfucker woke up dead. But, yeah, Mike, <laughs> Mike. Mike was take, taking fentanyl to go to sleep from pain. So he would inject him, and the nigga would be in his bed, and then the next day he would wake up and do whatever the fuck. And then one day he just didn't wake up. Guy Red Murray probably, probably found that nigga dead. Like, came in to wake Mike up, but somebody was like, hey, Mike won't wake up. And Guy Red Murray in his house laid up with his trophy wife or whoever the fuck. Did the same thing happen to Prince? It's the same thing happened to Prince. Prince had all that fucking back pain and shit from wearing them high heels and doing splits and shit. Taking fit. What did he die of? Prince. Uh, yeah, it was from fentanyl. I don't know if it was an overdose or a bad reaction or some shit like that. I don't, I forgot how they worded it, but it was from fentanyl. Because they didn't want to say it was an overdose because he was prescribed it, but. Yeah, the nigga died from too much fentanyl in the system or some shit like that. So damn shame, man. Fucking drugs. Yeah. Yeah. You know they just legalized weed a cabillion years ago. None of this probably would have been going on today. Probably. Hey, shout out! Shout out to New York and New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and well, DC legalized it a while ago, but the feds was trying to shit on them. But I think they won that battle. Um, and they're slowly moving to decriminalize here. They had another bill. They had another bill um, introduced. It's supposed to get voted on soon. They got it so that you can have. If you get caught with a, a, a zone, hmm. you won't get a... Yeah, you don't get a criminal charge. You get a civil charge. You get a fine, basically. Yeah. yeah. Which is a start. It's not where it that, need to be. That was years ago they did that, though. Well, yeah. But it's a it's a start. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's a start. But... Look, man. I, I have fucking had I have drug addicts in my family so I mean that's all you can like there's not really a whole lot 
because until they ready to change, you know, it is what it is. And and I mean to tell the truth, like most of us just walking around functional addicts. Like I know by the by the definition, by the by the medical definition of an alcoholic, I'm probably a function what they call a functioning alcoholic. Cause I get shit faced all the time, but I show up to work. I don't beat my wife. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like I don't do none of the fucked up shit that would land me in trouble with the law. I don't drink past blue ribbon and beat my wife. Yeah. So, you know, like most of us walking around are functioning addicts. You know, motherfuckers, <laughs> motherfuckers, like. Man, look at this crackhead motherfucker. Meanwhile, this nigga smoked six packs of cigarettes a day. But you're a functioning addict. You're an addict. If you had to smoke six packs of cigarettes in a fucking day. I mean, uh, like, uh, let's just do it back home. Um, the whole time I was in the hospital, tried to talk to his brother, sister, mom, all that. Nobody picked up the phone. It's like, whatever. This asshole gets sick. My phone's blowing up. And I'm asleep. I was like... It's 11 o'clock. So he's in the hospital. He said he's like he's got a... Um, blood clot in his lungs. Jesus. I was like, alright. So let's skip. He gets out. And I hear him take a pause. It's like, man, you smoking a cigarette, ain't you? Yeah. How the fuck are you smoking a cigarette and you got blood clot in your lung? You smoking them cool filter kings, ain't you? I said, yeah. The fuck is wrong with you? How do you expect somebody to feel sorry for you when you're doing this shit? Well, I said, look, man, um... Look, man. I says, well, uh, my dad. I says, what about you? I said, look, man, I know your dad died. It's a horrible thing. You know, I, I don't know how to console you about this anymore. But you can't keep bringing your dad up whenever you're in a bad situation saying that you ain't got nobody uh, that's got your back. Because one, your ma, she's, she's addicted to pills. Always coming to you, eating up all your shit. It's on some heavy duty shit, man. Yeah. And I'm just sitting here, I'm like, you you just gotta fucking put that motherfucker down, man. You wanna live? And he says, well, yeah, then you don't need nobody to back you up. Put this, stop smoking. You got blood clots in your lungs. Yeah. That's the, that's on, that's the, that's the last tour bus, motherfucker, yeah. before yeah. it all ends. But motherfuckers is like, Motherfuckers is weak. Like that's basically what it comes down to. Like people, just because you don't want to deal with your shit, don't mean your shit it goes away. Right. And motherfuckers don't want to deal with their shit. Like I make it a purpose, dude. Like if I feel like shit, like I don't get drunk like that. I I can't. I don't want to. I don't want to have to go to a bottle. And like it, it depends on what your vice is. Like I know my vice is drinking, but 
One of the other things is I have an obsessive personality. Like, if I do something, I just keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it. Because, like, it's the reason why I eat so fast. It's the reason why I can stay up for two days playing a fucking video game. Like, it's the reason why I do everything. It's because I get obsessed with shit. And I'm like, all right, until I get done with this, until I get to where I want to go with this, I'm just going to keep fucking doing it. So, like, whatever the fuck is bothering me, I have to deal with it. Because if I don't, then that shit just nags at me and nags at me. And it fucks with me. So I have to deal with it. And I make that a habit. I made that a habit. It's the reason why if I have a problem with somebody, I just fucking say something. Be mad at me. We ain't got to be friends no more. I don't give a shit, but I'm not walking around. I'm not carrying this shit with me. All the fucking time. A lot of motherfuckers don't do that. A lot of motherfuckers just let shit stew. And when that shit stews and it fucks with you, what do you do? You try to comfort yourself. What do you comfort yourself with? You comfort yourself with your vices. Mm. <laughs> it's the reason why a nigga can drink himself to death. Huh? Or they keep bringing up the same shit over and over and over again because they never dealt with the shit. Go deal with your shit. Like, you know, if he upset with his dad or, or upset about his death, you got to deal with it. You got to go through that shit. Yeah. Whatever the fuck it is, you got to go through to get over it. I mean, you know, the thing is, like I said, his mom's an addict. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, oh, I'm going to, she'll, she'll, she'll tell him, I'm going to be in so much pain tomorrow. Because of withdrawal, mm-hmm. and and, I, and and you won't you won't give me none of your uh, morphine or whatever. Yeah. And he's sitting there. It's like I need this to last until the, whatever. Right. Is, what happened to yours? She took it all. Exactly. Yeah. Knowing that she can go to him. Right. And I sat there and I was like, you know, no, no. I said, it sounds like heroin. Well, I mean, that's what morphine is. No, 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 no. Just the way she was acting. Oh, yeah. And it's just, it's her, her attitude sounds like heroin. Then he says this. And he's like, well, you want to know what? I was like, man, don't fucking say it. He said, well, man, this one time. He said he went out and he bought some heroin, right? Mm-hmm. Not to shoot, but to snort. They called his brother, you know, where's he at? Like, but then he told on him, oh, he's out to go, he's going to get some heroin. So whenever he got home, they, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he's like, man, you, you don't even notice how fucked up it is to, to see your, your mom and dad snort heroin. I was like, you give your mom and your dad heroin. Yeah. Damn, motherfucker, like, it's, it, it, it feels good to feel, to feel good, but you're not supposed to feel good all the time. And that's where addicts are chasing, they chasing, feeling good all the goddamn time. Like, oh, well, I'm gonna, uh, uh, my, my guts, and, and I need it, 
to feel normal. No, nigga, you need to just go through whatever you got to go through. And you'll feel normal eventually. It's a whole withdrawal. Yeah. And yeah. Like, look, man, I woke up sick. I woke up. I remember one more than I woke up so fucked up from drinking. I must have drank. I was probably going through a bottle a day at one point. And I woke up and I tried to drink a glass of water and my hand was shaking so much the water was coming out the fucking cup. Shit. Yeah. And I was like, because I back then I didn't drink beer. So I was partying so much, we had a fucking damn near like a week off. I was drinking every goddamn day. All day. Be at the barracks, hanging out, playing video games, drinking. Go upstairs, take a shower, get dressed, go out, drink the whole goddamn night. Wake up the next morning, do that shit all over again. I probably did that for like six days straight. I woke up so fucked up. And I was like, all right, I got to stop. Now, I could have just went and got another drink and it would have stopped for a while. I was like, no. People like, you wanna go? Nah, I'm cool. I'm chilling. Didn't drink for a whole month after that. Got myself back to feeling normal, and after that, I was like, okay, I can't do this. Cause I'm gonna be fucked up. It's the same reason why if I'm drinking too much now, I'll be like, alright, I'm gonna chill for a couple days. Like, but there's the thing is, is I don't drink to feel good, so it, it doesn't Really do like I drink when I party. I I like having a good time. If I'm just at home or whatever, I really just sit around and drink. It ain't. It don't seem. Don't. Yeah, and plus my tolerance is so fucking high. I don't get drunk anyway. Just sitting at home drinking like, like. But some people they just they feel that they feel that need. They get that that habit of they getting a habit of just feeling a certain way all the goddamn time. And yeah, you like. Yeah, it's okay to feel fucking bad sometimes. It's okay. But for some reason, we feel like, well, especially in this country, we feel like we're supposed to feel happy all the goddamn time. Fuck that. Yeah, it's stupid. Like, you're not entitled to feel fucking happy. Like, yeah, you're going to be sad sometimes. And sometimes you just got to go through it and just fucking go through it. You have to pick up a fucking pill or a fucking bottle every time you feel a little off. <laughs> I mean, look, me personally, how I see it, all the motherfucker will have to do is just smoke a joint. You'll be able to cope, think about it in your head, deal with it. And yeah. then by the end of the day, you probably cry a little bit if it's that kind of deal. By the end of the day, you're gonna be all right. At least you should be. Yeah, but see, that's there. but see, that's dealing with it. That's dealing with it. When you're taking it, so that you forget. Like motherfucker, I'm drinking, so I don't think about this shit. No, nigga, <laughs> like, that is not fixing the problem. That's like when your car's fucked up. And instead of taking it to the shop, you just turn the music up so you can't hear the engine knocking. 
Nigga, the shit gonna break down. It's the same fucking thing. It's the same fucking principle. But, you know, you hear people say that, but you don't forget. Why do people say that you don't forget it? You're not thinking about it while you're drinking. That, but but that's also the reason why you, you motherfuckers say that shit. Or they, you know, man, or they had them divorce parties. Or they'd be like, man, fuck that bitch, man. We finna go out. We finna do this shit. And then, fucking two hours later, you got a drunk nigga crying at the bar. Man, I don't know why that bitch don't love me, man. Like, nah, nigga. Roll the fuck up. <laughs> Look at you, little bitch. Roll the fuck Nah, he love that bitch. And he don't want to admit it. And he don't know how to deal with his shit. Deal with your shit. Deal with your shit. It ain't, you loving that girl ain't don't make you a bitch. You crying... Because you can't deal with it, that's what makes you a bitch. Motherfuckers are gonna leave you. Uh, you know, I've been. Uh, yeah. <laughs> deal with your yeah, shit. Yeah. I've been there. Like, that's what I'm saying. Is motherfuckers don't want to deal with that shit. Now, if drugs is part of your process of you dealing with it, I ain't got nothing to say as long as you deal with it. But if you taking drugs. So that you don't have to deal with it. So you can put it off. You're not dealing with your shit. And that's when the shit gets dangerous. When the drugs aren't fun. When the drugs become necessary. Like when alcohol stops being fun for me. I have to stop drinking it. I'm like oh, okay this shit ain't fun no more. I'm not doing it. It's the reason why I can fucking go 30 days or whatever. Without drinking. But yeah them first couple days. Because you get in that habit of just having a drink in your hand. When you party. That that's the hard part. It's just being like, ah, I could be, but after like four days, like you know, whatever, because you're out of the habit. You find I find other shit to do. But like, I'll never, I'll never in my life sit up there and be like, I'm sad. So I'm gonna go through this whole fucking twelve pack, thirty six pack. Now, I've seen so many niggas drink themselves to death and do dumb shit. Just trying not to think about some shit. Get the fuck out of here. Go deal with your shit. Well, I mean, I somebody died back home, I would get a bottle. You know, I mean, it's not trying to forget. It's just remembering. Yeah. But, I mean. Yeah, but you got to deal with that death. And that's the thing, is if you're dealing with it. You can't really deal with it down here. Then you're fine. <laughs> you know. Yeah, you got to go through the sadness. You got to go through all that shit. Go through it. Yeah. But, you know, I will get one. I won't finish that bottle, but I'll try to drop kick it, yeah. even though I, I get thrown like yeah. a face in the dirt. That's what I'm saying. Just deal with it. However you got to deal true, with it, true, true. deal with it. That's it. Just deal with it. But what 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 what's really what's really sad? His old boy. I always thought he had a strong mindset, or didn't have a weak, or was it, uh, an addictive personality. Mm-hmm. 
or if he did, he knew not to do certain things, you know. But when I found out his dad was the one to give him crack, let him smoke crack for the first time, and then meth, you know, and then he hooks up with that, that chick, and she's a meth head, you know, and, like, <laughs> and, and his dad fucks her. And you know how tall this motherfucker is, yeah, right? I, know. I think he probably weighs uh, 140 pounds now. And he, he cut off his hair. And he's sitting there with the ball cap on. I'm sitting there, and I'm, I'm at the light, you know. And I'm sitting there, it's like, I wanted to yell out, man, motherfucker, what are you doing? But I'm to work. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm just. Kept turning around looking at me. I was just. And then he uh, turned back to traffic. I was like, this son of a bitch. And his deal. Now, I didn't know all this was going on while they were still before they sold the house. Mm -hmm. But he kept saying that, you know, he's been seeing ghosts and all that. You know, thinking, talking about his mom. But. Damn it. That's what Mathez do. They, they, they say they see shadow people, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm just, you mean tell me this motherfucker was smoking that shit the whole time? It's all that shit. It's all that shit that he ain't dealt with. Fucking with him. He's running from it. And, and I sat there and I kept on. I was like, look, man, you know, come with me to get some chicken wings. Nah, man, it's just, come with me to get some chicken wings to get a couple of pints or something. Nah, wrestling's coming on. I was like, what? Yeah, you want to watch some wrestling? I want to go get some chicken wings and look at some pussy. Come on, man, get out the house. Yeah, man. He was going through some shit. And he wasn't doing it. He was letting himself sink. And, 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 and... And the shit go, and the shit, like, you know, he wasn't doing drugs for fun. He wasn't having fun. He was wallowing. And that's what niggas do when they don't want to deal with something. You wallow. That becomes your normal. I understand, I forget. I understand. Well, you never forget. And I understand how that feeling is sitting on your shoulder or on your chest. You know, I understand that. But you can't just sit there. You got to get out and do something. Yeah. You know. And... That's what I didn't understand. But I do think that his dad was capitalizing on that. Yeah. Because uh, uh, they weren't supposed to sell that house. <laughs> I mean, look, man. His you know, dad was an addict. His dad was probably dealing with some shit, too. Like, his dad was a thin one. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Though. <laughs> it was, it, that shit will suck, man. That like a fucking black hole. It will suck everything into it. It's just that I didn't know they, they were doing both. Oh, I didn't know. They were he, doing it together. No, no. Oh, as far as crack and meth. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that was in the mix. 
I know his dad was smoking crack. But why, how the hell, why the hell would you want to get that high? Both of them is a fucked up operation. Chasing, yeah. They chasing, they chasing fucking, chasing that high, chasing that fucking feeling. Because they want to feel good. They want to feel better. Or they want to feel normal. And after a while, it's not even that you doing it to feel super high. You just doing it to feel regular. Because you crash every time you fucking do that shit. So they think they, they said what it lasts. That shit. Crack lasts like lasts three, minutes. three minutes. Yeah. I don't know about meth because I don't know how many meth is, but yeah, man. Motherfuckers is like, it's my, <laughs> my dad told me about the time he smoked crack. <laughs> hey, look, man. It was the fucking 80s. It was LA. Because crack used to be a fucking recreational drug, which is fucking hilarious. Like, everybody, apparently, everybody was smoking crack in the 80s. Like, motherfuckers were smoking crack in, like, Hollywood clubs and shit. It was cheap freebase, basically. And he was like, yeah, that shit was great. I mean, he was like, fuck that. <laughs> he smoked that shit one time. He was like, fuck this. Never did it again. No, uh, I think. Yeah, they, they call it crunchies. I put it in the blunt. Now, and then they come over, and this is what I was living, I was still my mom's, you know, and then they came over. And they were just anxious to get me to, to hit it. I was like, dude, you know, but I didn't know. I didn't know. They didn't tell me. So I pulled on it, and it was like something said, whomp. I was like. And they started laughing, you know, I was like, man, what the fuck? And then my, my ears got dull, you know, and I, and I passed it to him. And I was like, man, what the fuck? And then they, they, they tell me, you know, I, I, I didn't fuck with it anymore after, you know, after that first hit. Yeah. And I was like, don't you ever come back over here again. Matter of fact, I ain't fucking with none of you anymore. So, man, this is that. Don't fuck around like that, man. You tell me you bring this over. Lacing my shit, man. You know, you tell me this is what you did to it. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Cause that 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 had me fucked up for about forty five minutes, man. It was just everything got dull. It was like one. And then it just sounded like everybody was far away. And I don't know, it's, it's, a, it's a high that if you got a high like that for the first time, you know, you know what I'm talking about, mm -hmm. you know. It's like, let's say for instance, you get fucked up on weed. Before you get fucked up, you get that feeling mm -hmm. in your chest. Well, that's the way that shit was. And yeah, man. Uh, But did I want to go back to it? Uh, I I had I seen that shit was was around me a lot at one point, but so I'm not fucking with that shit, you know. And here I, I mean I'm sitting here. I was living at Car Creek trailer park. I was living in a uh, crackhead lived there and sold crack. Mm -hmm. You know I had crackheads that knocked on the door from two to. 
four o'clock in the morning looking for Skeeter. I was like, Skeeter don't live here. Well, you, you got anything for sale? I ain't got shit. Can I use your bathroom? This is like, man, what the fuck? The smoke. You, you see what I'm saying? No, nigga, no. <laughs> and then, uh, this chick, no, uh, Robert moved in, and then that chick, Brandy, moved in, and then kind of find out Robert's smoking crap again. Yeah. I mean, you know. Look, man, that's, see, that's the, that's the fucked up thing, is all you gotta do is see how fucked up a person has to be like the reason why they're doing this shit or the reason why they so you know you, you hear these stories all the time well I lost my job and we ran out of money and then my kids got taken and and then you know I just you know I, I used to you know I was I was I was doing crack and then I started hooking but then I was using the hooking money to buy crack, and then all of a sudden I find myself sucking dick for crack, but I can't get my kid. Well, no, bitch, you out in the street sucking dick for crack. <laughs> like, like, yo, you probably killed the first batch of kids this morning. Just deal, just deal with your <laughs> shit first. Kill the first batch of kids. Jesus Christ, like, I, but I, look. It's, 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 it's just sad, man. You know, the, the, the only real vice that I got that I would, I think I'll always go back to, to the day I die, is weed. And, and drinking. But, I'm not a, I don't think I'm a pothead anymore. Because <laughs> I can't afford to. I mean, I'll, I'll lose my job. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, but see, that's the thing, though, is that's what makes you a functioning addict. It's because you're not willing to give up your apartment. You think, like, it's motherfuckers, and we know motherfuckers like that, will be scrambling. We'll just scramble all day. Not ever, like, look for any kind of stability. And not to say that you need to get a 9 to 5 job or do any of that shit. Like, I get it. Some motherfuckers don't work a regular job. I, I get that. But you're not really using that time to scramble and hustle on your craft. You hustling for bullshit. For what? Like... I don't get that shit. You out there scavenging. I mean, you don't really need to. You don't need to scavenge. I mean, there's plenty of jobs. Like, there's jobs that you can get where they don't test. Yeah. And I know motherfuckers who had jobs where they don't test. Yeah. And still fucked it up. Like, you got a job. You're not getting tested. And as long as you go to work, you always got money to get the weed that you want. So why would you fuck that up? Because you used to scrambling. Like as soon as some shit go good, you gotta fuck it. You gotta fuck it up. Because the shit ain't. I don't look at it like nigga. What are you doing? 
You had the hustle. You had it. It was in your fucking head. What? Man, I just had. You just had to? You didn't have to do shit. Except show up where you had to show up. I I have shown up to work shit face so many goddamn times. (laughs) I went to work still tripping on acid. Yeah. Because I'm like, I did, but I did it. Like, look, I'm not fucking this up. That's the way I looked at it. I'm not fucking this up. So, if I got to go home, take a shower, Put my uniform on, drive myself to work, sleep in my car. <laughs> until my phone tell me to wake up, then that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> to not fuck this up. So, yeah, man, like motherfuckers, just like like just you gotta handle your shit better. But you also need people around you. If you can't regulate yourself, you need people around you who gonna tell you when you fucking up. But even though you tell them that you're fucking up, they think that you're talking shit and they don't want to listen to your ass. No, I know. But that's when you got to stop fucking with them. And, like, that's... I, and you, but the thing is, is that the people have to know when is the best time to do it. Like, if I'm drunk and you tell me I'm fucked up, I'm going to argue with you. But the next day when I'm feeling like shit, and you like, yo, man, you fucking up, and you need to chill. You see how you feel fucking right now? Don't do that shit no more. I'm more receptive to listening to it at that time. And, like, yeah, man, motherfuckers just don't, like, but that's that's also part of dealing, not dealing with your shit. Like, that whole saying that misery loves company. Yeah, because if two miserable motherfuckers is in the room, you know what they're not going to do? Help the other motherfucker not be miserable no more. (laughs) You surround yourself with assholes. Because you're an asshole. And you don't want nobody to call you on your shit. Hey, man. You know. And, and you, like... It sounds fucked up, but every nigga needs a friend that's going to be like, yo, man, fuck that bitch, let's go. Like, yeah, man, I get it. You loved her. She cheated. Something happened. Whatever. You found out the baby wasn't yours, all that shit. I get it, nigga. But it's been a week. Let's get out the house. Now, if he's a good friend... Or, or if he wants to get out of the shit, he's going to be like, you know what, fam? Yeah, let's go. Or he's going to be with me. No, man. Just, just go ahead, man. And then y'all stop talking. And then this nigga just sits in the house. It gets fat. Or worse yet, he goes and finds a bitch worse than the bitch that... He just lost. And he just goes down that fucking rabbit hole. Like, like that's what happens, man. Niggas need to just... I, I don't know any other way to, to, to say it, but they, they gotta, you gotta deal with your shit. You know, this guy 
back home. This was years ago. This happened. He, I think he lost his girlfriend. And then he lost his, uh, his manager because he, high school he raced BMX and he did a bunch of shit and I think he, he did four wheelers, dirt bike, a bunch of other shit. But then he lost all that. Mm -hmm. But he's still on his girlfriend. So this guy, he goes to CCCC, Central the Community College. When his girl was was there, mm -hmm. grabbed her by her hair, drug her out to the woods, shot her in the head, and killed himself. Was there people saying that he he needed help? You know, somebody needs to talk to him. Yeah. Yeah. But he was he was gone. Yeah. He was, they said he was way gone. Yeah. He just couldn't. And it's like, you need to, you need to go to counseling. Yeah. You need, you need to do it now. Yeah. And, no, what he did now was he went and he got that bitch and, and yeah. killed her. Yeah. You know, and. I look, man. As much as motherfuckers, as much as motherfuckers hate, hate the fucking thought that motherfuckers need to go to therapy. Some of you niggas need to go to therapy. Cause like, if you can't talk to your mom, if you can't talk to your homeboy, if you can't talk to somebody about the shit you're going through. Because it ain't even that the other person is going to give you great advice. That you need to talk the shit out. So that you can understand for yourself. Why the fuck this shit is fucking with you so much. Go fucking talk to somebody. Go meditate. Go sit in a fucking dark room for a day or two. Do something. Deal with how the fuck you feel. So that you don't end up blowing up. And doing shit like that. Because I was like that as a kid. I would just let shit sit. And then all of a sudden I would fucking explode on people. Like blackout and punch motherfuckers type shit. I'm just like okay I can't do this shit anymore. So you got to learn how to deal with my shit. But like yeah. Like that shit is crazy. And, and like we need to stop well I hate this I hate that fucking term I hate the term I hate when I hear motherfuckers we need to stop normalizing things or whatever I hate that fucking term but one of the worst fucking things that we made normal was this whole idea of a crazy girlfriend thing being cute the shit is not cute who said that shit I heard it but who said that shit there's plenty of motherfuckers who say that shit we make that shit like, oh, she crazy. Like, I joke with Erica about the shit, about her being a crazy Mexican. But she is a fucking crazy Mexican. And, like, when she starts tripping, I'm like, yo, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, yo, you need to, like, you know, I tell I'll check it out. I'll be like, yo, you need to chill. 
with that jealousy. Like, no. It's like, girl, you know, you see that shit on, on, on fucking on Twitter all the time. I cut his dick. Hold on, bitch. Hold on. Because then motherfuckers be like, well, no, girls can say that shit. But if I threaten to beat that bitch, nigga, you need to go to therapy, too. What <laughs> 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 the fuck is wrong with you? Like, niggas think that shit, like, that shit ain't, I mean, I'll beat that bitch ass. Hold on, nigga, what is the matter with you? <laughs> like, like, <laughs> so, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So, she communicating with somebody through her work email about work, and you want to beat the bitch because you think she acting too familiar? Like, nigga, what is the matter with you? What kind of insecure bullshit is you on? <laughs> I mean... And, and I'm not saying that if your girl is out, you know, being too flirtatious or whatever. That you don't have a right to feel away. But just leave. You ain't got to beat the like <laughs> just gonna punch her in her face cause she don't like you like that no more it's, it's like with uh, Chassie she wanted me to put her hands on her and, and when she said that I told her to get the fuck out of my apartment I was like she's you're not gonna hit me it's like what <laughs> see that's some shit that she had in her past that she hadn't dealt with. And now she think the only way a motherfucker can show that he care is smack her through the goddamn wall. And I just looked at her and I said, so, so you're just going to sit there? You're just going to stand there and, and look at me? I think you need to get out of my apartment. You want me to hit you? I'd rather that than you just get out of my apartment. Get out. And I think um, that was, I think a month after that, that's whenever she came over in the fucking trench coat. And, and, and me being weak, I opened the door and I banged it out. But I knew I shouldn't open the door, I was just sitting there. I was like, I know that knock. Shane, don't open it. Damn it. What the fuck is it? So when I peeked, I just saw the back of the, the coat. And I was like, what the fuck is this, Inspector Gadget? Fuck. <laughs> I couldn't shut the door, man. Yeah, nigga. It's not, it's not just weed and alcohol. You like, you addicted to pussy too, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> she opened the door. It was like, I see you got that loud. <laughs> but nothing. I'm not gonna say it. Man, yeah, man, it's. I just hope motherfuckers took this little pause in society 
But no, you know what? Judging by how the shit is, how the shit is going now, nobody learned shit during this last year. You ain't had nothing to do with sitting in the house. It's like my friend back home. And deal she, with your she, shit. She committed suicide. Found her hunched over in the jacuzzi. Bracelet. Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know, we used to, you know, when I lived at the, at the beach, they would come down to see us during the summertime. We'd go see them in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. You know? She in the house alone? Uh, they found her like that. I don't no, know. I mean, did she live with anybody? I don't know. That's, oh, okay. Because, I mean, it's, like, look, man. Motherfuckers closed places and people couldn't people couldn't interact with other people and motherfuckers started losing their fucking minds. Like I just I just need to go to a restaurant. Like motherfuckers they, they need service. They need like all of these distractions and shit. You know. I need to go out and like put on nice clothes and get wet like they needed it. And I just could not understand that shit. Because there's not a fucking person on earth that likes going to a bar more than me. <laughs> just not. Just, just not. But you didn't need it. No! Like, I couldn't go to... I was like, alright, well. You know, when they open back up, the first motherfucker there. But until then... Like, you know... Like, people get so used, like, motherfuckers really don't like their lives. That's what it is. Because they don't like themselves, and they don't like their life. Because, honestly, and I know a lot of people got put out of work or whatever in the service industry and shit like that. I get it. For those people, the pandemic was different. But for most motherfuckers, nothing really changed. Like, if you liked something, you could still get it if you wanted it. It got to the point to where most of the shit, if you wanted it, it they would deliver it to your house. Yeah. It was motherfuckers still out here fucking randoms during the pandemic. <laughs> However you wanted it. Hey man, look, uh, look man. <laughs> hey, you can't sit there and fault that one. I'm not faulting anybody. I'm saying what I'm saying is this: is that the pandemic for ninety percent of the population didn't change anything. It other did. than you being at, but no, I mean other than going out to the bar and hunting. If you still wanted to catch some strange, you could still catch some strange. You just had to find a way to do it in the pandemic. If you wanted to eat out, like if you really go to the restaurant for the food, you could go and get takeout. You could get the same food cooked by the same fucking people for the most part, but you couldn't go to a show. But if you really like music like that, you'll find a way. Like you just couldn't go see the fucking band, but you could still buy albums. 
You could still watch music videos. Like, there was still movies being made. There was still... All of this shit was still being done. You just couldn't go out. I watched a million fucking movies over the last fucking year. I just couldn't go to a fucking movie theater, which sucks because I work for a fucking place that owns a movie theater. But, still... Have you seen King Kong yet? Godzilla? Yeah. Yeah, it was alright. The people part was kind of unnecessary, but the fucking fight between the big monkey and the lizard was fun. Um, but yeah, man, like, it's, it's weird. And like, and the fucked up part is, is we did all of this shit. Arguing over fucking vaccines. Fucking... Uh, lockdowns, not lockdowns, mass mandates, no mass mandates, all this other shit. The fuck happened as soon as we fucking get to go outside and interact with each other? Niggas start shooting each other. Is <laughs> this uh, the in North Austin? Yeah. Yeah, three people today. And that guy's still large, right? Yeah. Yeah, and, and Texas saying that we don't need gun permits no more. That it passed the House, it's going to the Texas Senate. They're probably going to vote on it next week. And I guarantee you, within a week, niggas going to be able to carry however the fuck they want, whatever they want, no permits, no licensing, no nothing. Now, you already didn't need a permit to buy a gun in Texas, but to carry one, to carry one on your person in public, you needed a CHL. Uh, CCL. Concealed carry, yeah. Concealed carry permit, CCP. Whatever. You needed one. Don't want that. Yeah. It's gonna be chitty chitty bang <laughs> bang out in this motherfucker. I mean, to me, I don't own a gun, but they should treat it as that 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 license is just like a license. Like driving is a privilege. Yeah. It's a privilege. Right. And it's a privilege to be able to carry that gun. You 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 went through the steps. You took the classes. And you prove to be responsible, right? Right. Says so you knew how to safely operate and handle this firearm. Correct. Yes, and so you could shoot because there's a shooting requirement. It's it's a uh, it's a it's, it's a privilege. Mm-hmm. Now my dumbass ain't got no business with the, with with the concealed whatever without having that. Mm-hmm. Just I just bought it. I'm gonna carry it. No. Yeah. And you can be sitting right in front of me. And I shoot the motherfucker over there. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? It's like, how the fuck? Mm-hmm. Can't shoot. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, look, man. Look. It, it should be a privilege, man. Texas is fucked up and it's been fucked up. But about the gun laws. Man. They, they've been so slack with the gun laws. Versus other states, am I wrong? Uh, yeah, there's a there's a, there's like ten states with looser gun laws. Like Arizona ain't got no gun laws. Arizona do not give a fuck. You do whatever the fuck you want, in Arizona. But have you heard but a lot of to, shit in Arizona? About yeah, that? but Arizona has as many people as Texas. It's the third largest state in the country, population wise. Geographically, well, geographically, I think we're third too. I think it's Alaska, Montana, and in here. Um, but 
Look, man. You think it's gonna happen? Oh fuck yes, Texas. Hell yeah. Like Muslims don't realize how much. Like fam, when I was a kid, I'm talking. Well, yeah, when I moved to Texas, I was six. So, drunk driving wasn't illegal in Texas until I was ten. Drunk driving. Yeah, well, drinking and driving wasn't illegal in Texas until I was 10. You could have an open container. There was no open container law. Yeah, you, I, I remember that growing up, you could have road beds. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So you could have a loaded gun in your car, drinking while you drive. <laughs> the cop couldn't do shit. And the only way you could drink liquor is if it was in the styrofoam cup. Something like that, yeah. At least in North Carolina, that's where it was. You can drink a mixed drink in the styrofoam cup. Texas was what? Texas was the Wild West. Now, the only reason why that changed was when that dude shot up that Lubies in like 89. The nigga executed 17 people in the Lubies when I was in like the fifth grade. And uh, that's, when, that's when they changed that law. That's when they changed that law. Motherfucker went and he sat there, shot 12 people, reloaded, and then shot the other five. <laughs> it's not funny, but yeah, he executed 17 people in fucking lubies. Drove his drove his truck through the front window. What happened at that ice cream shop on Riverside many years ago? Oh, the serial killer killed two people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the ice cream shop murders or whatever. But was, I thought that was in like Marble Falls. Nah, that was was right there. You you remember where Mr. Goodsense was? Where the no. movie theater is? Or excuse me, not movie. Where the movie theater was. Oh, Riverside? Yeah. No. I don't okay, remember. Uh, H-E-B. Uh-huh. Blockbusters. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, where the Chinese restaurant was. Yeah, well, yeah. Joy East is Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I remember you know. that. Yeah. So, Mr. Good says the sub shop was right here, and I think the ice cream shop was beside it. I think I don't remember what you're talking about now. You know, but I, I wasn't here yet. Mm-hmm. And yeah, because I remember the movie theater now. I went to that movie theater once. I went there a lot. Yeah. <laughs> God, that motherfucker, man. They didn't give a shit. Yeah. But but what was what was the deal with that? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I was told about it, but I was smoking blunts when they were talking about it. I don't know. But, Look, man. So it's, this is gonna be a wild ass summer. This is gonna be a wild fam. It is gonna be fucking crazy out here. I need there. to go ahead and get a gun, man. I should have got, but I just keep talking myself out of it. Every time I be sitting in the car. All right, we're gonna go. We're gonna get this shit and be sitting there. Man, you don't need no fucking gun. Uh, man, if fuck you don't you feel don't comfortable, if you don't feel gun. comfortable with it, don't get it. And That's why I always tell people, like, look, I I love guns. We got two in my house. I'm looking to get a, possibly a third or a fourth. Uh, but I'm comfortable with guns. I, if you're not comfortable with it, you're more likely to do harm to yourself or somebody it's, else it's, it's, it's not, unintentionally. I, I, I haven't been around guns enough to say that I'm not comfortable with it. Yeah, but if you're uncomfortable with the idea of having one, where you talking yourself out of getting one, 
You probably shouldn't. Or at least go to the range, rent one, and see how firing one before you commit. The is the cheapest gun you can buy is $125. And what is that? It's a high point. Fuck is a it's the name of it. No, no, no. So it's, it's a brand. They it sell mean? it in different calibers. So you can How get a high point twenty two. You can get a high point nine. It's a compact pistol. It's about that big. About that big. About that. They're really blocky. They're ugly fucking guns, but they're cheap. Um, you can get a Taurus nine millimeter for like two forty five, two fifty now. It's just hard to get ammo because. It's Texas and a pandemic. Not like that big? No. Nah. The nah. old school Taurus? Oh, no, no, no. You thinking about the little... The little... Uh, I thought those were the old well, school. Well, it depends. Because... Uh, they have a super compact 9 that has like an 8 round clip. Or whatever. And it's about that long. Uh-huh. And it's thin. Because it's a single stack magazine. Um, but yeah, like the one Erica got, she's got a, uh, it's a double stack nine, so it's a little wider, but it's not that big. Um, so you can find a decent gun for around 250. You can find a, a decent gun for under 300 bucks. Um, but yeah, I'll just say go shoot one before you commit to buying it, because if you... It, you'll know immediately because like Sally we wanted to take her to the range and she was like no fuck that I'm not shooting <laughs> like she didn't even like like when I showed him how to load it and unload it or whatever she didn't even like holding it so I was like okay you don't need a gun like Jessica she hates guns she's not a gun person uh but she shot one and that's how she knows uh with Desi, we took her. She was like, Nick, <laughs> she, she was out there dumping. Dump <laughs> she did not give a fuck. <laughs> Who you hanging out with? She started speaking Spanish and she was like, Bitch, what the fuck? <laughs> nah, I but don't. she didn't like shoot my gun though. I got a 45, but we got a goddamn kick. See, I like the way 45s look. And another gun that I like, and now I, 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 what's the movie with um, T.I. and uh, shit? They're both cops. Um, what's his name? The comedian, uh, Jamie Foxx. Oh, shit. Jamie was a fed. T.I. was a crooked cop. Oh, yeah, the one where they were in that casino or whatever? Yeah, yeah I know which movie you're talking about. I can't remember the name of it. Now, I think white dude had a gun in there, and that motherfucker, man. I think it was a 38. But, but hold on. Yeah, it was a 38, mm-hmm. I think. And then uh, Contraband. That gun that that, uh, that, country book, that that country dude had... I haven't seen Contraband. And Contraband. I haven't seen Contraband. It's a good fucking movie. Yeah. And, but it's, it's just, I don't know, it's just big, mm-hmm. but small. You know. It's and a I think short that, barrel, but it's yeah. got a big fucking blade. Yeah. 
that's what that's what I'm leaning towards whenever I I, I want to get one. Now I like the way 45s look, but I think a 45 would be too big for me. I don't so know. I'm, I'm guessing. You're looking for a revolver. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can get a, a 38, 380. Uh, the yeah. 44 is a big. 44 is a big fucking. Uh, that 44 Magnum. Yeah, that motherfucker is a bad bitch kick. Um, I've heard motherfuckers. I haven't shot a forty-four Magnum, but I've heard motherfuckers shoot it at the range. Nigga, that shit is loud as fuck. <laughs> that shit sound like a rifle when it go off. I've only shot a gun once when I was eighteen, and that was yeah. the last time I, last time I put it down was the last time I picked it up. You know, hmm. I shot it three times, and the only thing I hit on the target was the string holding the target. <laughs> Well, man, dang, you, you're not going to be good at it the first time you do it. I understand but. that, but I just said, cook, I'm yeah. done. Hey, there's, fuck it. My uncle, little bitch. I was like, <laughs> I said, I'm done. Right, y'all finished. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The gun range, get used to shooting. If you want, to, I mean, if you want to, if you don't feel comfortable doing it, then don't worry about it. I mean, I, but I feel like I, I, I want one. I feel like I need. Excuse me. I feel like I need one. And yeah. now you're right. Now, if I do get one, the only time I'm pulling that shit out and, and going somewhere is to go to the ranch. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Because, I don't, like for me. And it's not that I'm not comfortable carrying a gun. It's that I do irresponsible shit, and I don't want a gun on me when I'm doing irresponsible shit. Like I love, like I said, I love to go to bars. So if I want to stop at a bar, and I know I'm gonna drive myself home, in the event that I do get pulled over, the last thing I want to be is a nigga who had a couple drinks. With a gun in the car when the police pull you off. <laughs> like, that's, no, so the gun stays in the house. Unless I'm going to the range or there happens to be a fucking zombie apocalypse. At which point, who gives a fuck? Maybe put it in the box in the trunk. No, I have a truck. I got a, tr- I got a truck. <laughs> it's going to be in the car. Well, put it in the box. It's going to be in the cab. And it doesn't matter because, it well... Once again, if they get rid of the concealed carry thing, because you're not supposed to have a gun on you in Texas, it's against the law in Texas to be drunk with a gun. On you? Yeah. On you. So, your vehicle, is that I still on know. you in the box? I don't know. Because in Texas law, your car is sort of like a domicile. Uh, car, truck, car motorcycle boat motorhome all of that shit is considered a domicile in texas you know if it, it's in the if it's in the glove box nothing in it yeah locked but there's also another thing is if you're gonna have a gun if you have a gun in your car see, this is where my dad's upbringing uh, or me being raised by my dad but well, actually my dad and my brother they're like if I got a gun in my car for safety, it's never going to be in a box locked away and it's never going to be unloaded. Because if something happened, 
I need to grab it and use it. The fuck I look like a nigga trying to do something and I'm <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, but, so like the gun in my to the bar, but yeah, just leave that home. Yeah. Yeah. So like that's why uh like my gun at, because I don't think the girls would ever like grab it and play with the gun. But we have other people that come in the house and whatever, so the gun's not loaded. Now, the magazines are right there. And I, because I'd have to go get the gun anyway. So the extra second it's going to take for me to put a magazine in and rack around. Not going to make that big of a fucking difference. But hey, you go to my brother's house, it's literally a gun, a loaded gun in every fucking room. In every room. You're like, nigga, where's the silver? Oh, nigga, wait, hold on. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'll be scared to press buttons in there and flip light switches. I'm scared of fucking shotguns. <laughs> nigga, what the fuck are you doing? What is wrong with you? <laughs> you know, I, I do know whenever I get this house or whatever, I'm going to have to get one. Yeah, that's why I got it. I didn't have a gun until we got a house. I still love to shoot. I would go to the range and fucking, you know, rent an AR, fire a couple rounds, rent a pistol, fire a couple rounds, because I like shooting. But I was like, man, I don't have a house. I don't have, I don't own really anything. I don't really have anything to protect. Except for RIP the Great Ghost. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> But yeah, I got the, I got the house. I was like, you know what, nigga, come in the house. You know, I got a ton of fucking knives and all the other shit. But sometimes you just need to. <laughs> you know, but I mean that's. But yeah, man, if they pass this fucking law and motherfuckers is, and it's not like motherfuckers weren't carrying anyway. Because, I mean, let's let's face it, every summer, at least four or five niggas get shot on 6th Street every fucking summer. But now motherfuckers have been in the house for two years, for a year and a half. Niggas is going to be wilding. Can you imagine with ACL or, God forbid, they fucking uh, try to do like a summer... Like some sort of summer festival or summer South by Southwest or some shit like that. Didn't they? It's already passed. Yeah, it's already passed. But I'm saying if they try to do something like that over the summer, I'd hit, man, look. Problem is, we got too many people that's not from Austin. Well, shit, nobody's from fucking Austin. No. Like, (laughs) I know what you mean, though. I know what you mean. There's too many motherfuckers who just moved here. And, yeah. And I've already seen motherfuckers out here at the, uh, at the, uh, the, the, the corner store mm-hmm. up here. Motherfuckers from California get pulled out from motherfuckers from uh, Pepper Tree and shit. Talking shit. You know? Stop talking shit. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, look, man, it's 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 there's gonna be there's gonna be some clashes. There's gonna be some motherfuckers who and yeah, like they gonna find out. They gonna fuck around and find out. Ain't motherfuckers coming down here thinking that it's all good. They gonna have their first chance to to go out somewhere and they gonna end up on the wrong fucking end of some shit on rivers or oh, not rip. Well, ain't no wrong end of some shit anymore. Yeah. Yeah, there is, but not in a, probably another ten years it won't be. Oh fuck no! But watch, somebody gonna be on Riverside at the Jackalope, come out, pop some shit. <laughs> Motherfucker gonna gonna end up on the wrong side of Red River. Uh, Riverville. Yeah, they gonna they gonna fuck around and, and yeah, niggas is gonna be getting shot like a motherfucker. <laughs> you know, it's a good thing that UT is still mostly online because I could just see, you know. The frat boys out here thinking that they can say some shit and, and getting and getting fucking done up. It's just like uh, we we went downtown that time. Uh, not that time. That one time we went downtown with my cousins. You were back over here, and I was. Waiting, I think, for Erica and my cousin to come out or something like that. Mm-hmm. And this dude just come barging and just bumps the fuck out of Erica. And I was just like, son of a bitch. Oh, yeah. That's when we was uh, coming out of the ranch. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> a like, come on. I said, motherfucker, I will fuck you. <laughs> Jeremy, come on. I was like, <laughs> woo. Yeah. Because no. then you had to put it in my head. It's just not. Nah, they come down here, you're getting arrested. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. That's when the dude, he was like, come on, bro. Come on. And that's when I told Erica to get you. And I was like, yo, man, you need to get your friend. He's like, he don't have to get shit. I was like, fam, I just saved your fucking life. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get the fuck out of my face. Because I was, and his friend was like, his friend was like, no, bro, you think we scared of you? I was like, well, I'm looking at your friend, and he definitely don't want to fight. <laughs> so, <laughs> you need to go home. <laughs> like, no, I remember that night. And that's when Erica started, you fucking, she's yelling at him, calling him a bitch. It's <laughs> like, your ass is not helping. She dragging you away, talking about it. Don't worry about him. He's a little bitch anyway. <laughs> I, I mean, I lost it mentally. No, I know. <laughs> My brain was having a fight with itself because I wasn't doing nothing yet. <laughs> you know, just, just Jeremy, you, you already got 15 moves. You could have done by already. You ain't doing nothing. What are you doing? <laughs> no, I don't know. I remember you still had your fucking straight razor. <laughs> I was like, fam, yeah. you do not. And that was the last time I brought it up. Yeah. I was like, hey, I was like, fam, you do not want to do this. That was the last time I brought that up. 
Yeah. <laughs> I looked at him. And I saw him about to ball his hands up. I was like, fam, you. I looked at him and I was like, you really don't want to do this. Because that was back when I was still training. I was like, I will put you on the ground and just start ripping pieces off. <laughs> Have you ever been sliced Don't up? fucking do this. <laughs> no, it's, yeah. It, uh, but, I mean, I could be wrong. I don't think I am. What? About that lot? About the summer. Oh, well, Tuck, the summer is going to be a motherfucker. Crime is going to be up. You want to know why I say that? Because of all the bullshit that's out there. On, on, on Riverside, camping, and all that Downtown. Shit. Everywhere. Downtown's a fucking mess. This whole goddamn village of motherfuckers yeah. living under 183. Yeah. Under the underpasses and shit, yo. And then on First Street downtown, at the, at the bridge. Yeah. And look, and I'm not saying, look, and I'm not trying to say that every fucking homeless person is a goddamn criminal. Because they're, they're not. They're not. But. 95% of them are. What's that even that? It's the fact that people are going to fuck with them. Like people, are, you, you're gonna have drunk people interacting with them, and shit's going to happen. But is them interacting with drunk people? Either way, it doesn't make a difference. Like you know they're there. You know they're there. So, it look. It's like uh, whenever I had to go downtown because you end up fucking with some champagne. Yeah. And um, and I was walking trying to find where you guys are at. I'm mm. on the phone. This bum comes up. And, you know, he's just, I'm trying to yeah. listen. I'm a fucking human being. You not going to talk to a fucking human being? Did you see I'm on the motherfucking phone, motherfucker? Yeah. Get the fuck away from me. I'm a fuck, I don't give a fuck what you are. I'm on the fucking phone. Yeah. Fuck you being a human fucking me. Fuck you. I mean, I don't know what the fuck you wanted. I was just trying to hear it. Yeah. You know, and I couldn't. Yeah. It's, it, and I, I think it'd be more. You're all right, but I think it'd be more homeless fucking with them. Oh, yeah, because they're going to be asking for money and they're going to do all this other shit. And then some fat boy is going to fucking start shit with one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, look, I know that they're down there. Anytime I'm down there, I don't park my car over there because I don't want to fucking with my car. But like, I don't get mad at them for doing what I know that they're gonna do. I know you're gonna ask me for money, so I'm gonna give you the first one. Say broken out. I don't have no fucking cash on me. As long as you go about your business, I go about my business, and we cool. But you start following me, or you start doing weird shit, that's when I'm going to have to say something to you. Right? And that's that's my rule with dealing with everybody. I'm going to give you the first one for free. You get the first one. Whatever. Okay. Don't keep fucking with me. And most of it, like, I want to say, like, 99% of the time, just saying, nah, I have no cash on me, fam. That works. And I don't have a problem with it, but I've seen too many fucking people go down there and 
go off on these people just because, you know, hey, man, you, you got a dollar I can spare? Get the fuck out of here, you fucking bum. You know, yelling at them and shit and going off on them. Like, fam, they're homeless. You know they're going to ask you for money. You There's no need for that shit. True, but in their defense, how many times did they have to run through that shit? How many times did they say no until they reach to that point? You see what I'm saying? In their defense, I'm not saying it's right. But in their defense, how many times do you think that they had to go, nah, I ain't got no cash on me. I ain't got no cash on me. And, and then you're going to blow up. In their defense, I get I'll it. say that. I get it. It's annoying. Because it's annoying. That, Is it worth fighting somebody over, though? Is it worth... Because, like... I'm less likely to fight a homeless person than I am to fight any. The only people that I would, the only type of person that I would not fight, that I would regret fighting more than I would regret fighting a homeless person is a naked person. Yeah. Like, I don't want, like, fam, I don't want you touching me. I don't want to touch you. You stay where the fuck you are. You do what you do. So, like, and I'm not that type of, like, I don't really blow up on people like that. So, yeah, I guess, yes, I, I get it. I get it. It's annoying as fuck. Is it worth a fight? Is it worth potentially having to touch this motherfucker? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. This is it. It's like, nah, man, I'm good. But the other thing is, it's like, yeah, well, I, I stopped going to fucking Sixth Street a long time ago. Like, the furthest I go is fucking casinos to get a burger. Other than that, I don't I don't go down Sixth Street There's anymore. No reason yeah. To anymore. Yeah. And like I don't know what it's like on West Six. West West Six is where we used to go anyway. Down there by Kung Fu and fucking yeah. Dogwoods and all that shit. And it wasn't as bad over there. I don't know how it is now. Cause I've only seen it in the daytime. I don't see what it look. I haven't seen what that place looks like at night. Anyway, but like, yeah, like it's like there's some shit gonna happen, and 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 there's gonna be fights with the homeless. There's probably gonna be a couple stabbing, but the problem is gonna be when you have the new to Austin people clashing with the old Austin people out at night, drunk. And these California folks who was frat people running around California fighting and they realized that these niggas shoot out here. <laughs> that's gonna be a problem. You're right. Like that's that's who I'm worried about. Yeah. Like, you know, somebody popping off at the mouth and fucking magnolias. <laughs> yeah. That was a, that was a deep one, sir. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> woo! Is that a forty-five or forty-four? Yeah. Forty-four. Yeah. So. Smelly hoes. If they smelly, we got them.
Proposition F? I have no idea. I haven't heard about it. Something about power in the mayor's office. Oh, that's um, the strong mayor. Uh, we have a city manager style type government, and they're trying to make it so that the mayor has more power in the city. I didn't know it was called Proposition F. But I don't live in Austin, so I can't vote on it anyway. Yeah, I just see. I just see it is because like motherfuckers ain't been outside. Like these bands only been live. It's been less than a month, and these niggas getting shot all over the fucking country. Like we don't know how to, we did we did we barely kept it together before all of this. Now you got all these fucking dysfunctional motherfuckers running outside, about to lose their fucking minds. It's gonna be a wild fucking summer, and and plus now the girls who've been locked up, they gonna get their first chance to hoe in these streets. Is somebody gonna find out that they pandemic girl is not that girl in the club no more? <laughs> Cause come on now, you know you know these hoes that booed up with a nigga to to get some housing. Mm. During the pandemic. Okay. You're going to find out your pandemic boo is not your, your chick. That bitch belong to everybody. <laughs> That's community. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's going to be wild. It's going to be a wild motherfucker. So like... The COVID rates gonna go down, but the VD rates is gonna go up. Like niggas is gonna be out here wilding this summer. If I was younger, I would really have enjoyed this. Fuck that. I'd have I'd enjoyed. Be I'd have enjoyed this chaos. Scared. I've been out every goddamn night. <laughs> Trying to slide in post-pandemic pussy. <laughs> Dick would have just accidentally fell into pussy. Huh, let's skip that diddly dee. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, do you remember how divas used to look? Divas. As a matter of fact, do you remember how Texas ladies? Yeah. That trailer. Mm hmm. That motherfucker has changed, man. On the outside, I don't know what it looks like on the inside. I haven't been old in but they just, long, it's long like time. they 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 they, they they trying to make it look like something. I might try to pass there on my way home. I ain't been I ain't been to that side of the world in a dog's age. <laughs> <It's> not, <Coons. laughs> not been I am not been by there. Shit, I can't even I can't even see the fucking landing strip no more. 
This goddamn shame. All in fucking it. construction and shit. Drive past it every day. And where the highway or toll is, we were in the parking lot doing that was parking lot doing shit mm-hmm. back in the day. But they've got that much room now, man. It's it's sad. Yeah, I, the last time I saw it, they had taken down the fucking awning and shit. The awning's up. It is? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no, they took the plane down. That's what they took down. Yeah, that was, that was long, That's a long, long, long what time the fuck? ago. No, they had taken the awning down for a while because they had um, pushed all that shit in the fucking parking lot. You remember when they had... All the building materials staged in the fucking parking lot. Well, that was a while ago, though. That was it's back up. That was a while, while ago. No, that that it's back up. Yeah, but it doesn't look as busy as it used to. Oh no, I mean. But look, man, I gotta go. I gotta go see if uh, 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 what's her name, Cinnamon, Cinnamon, Cinnamon. Was it Cinnamon? Was that bitch's name used to win the legs contest all the time? Strawberry. Strawberry. Yeah. They said she's working there now. But going by cinnamon. Mm. So, in other words, I got to see this shit. But the bitch got to be damn near 50. I mean, look, man, it's not like we ain't never seen 50 olds get up on that pole. <laughs> wop, mama, loop, lop, bam. That's tripping a little Richard. To the stage, <laughs> Geraldine. <laughs> mm, baby, I've been stripping since the poles was wooden. <laughs> oh, man, let me take these teeth out. <laughs> Don't. Matter of fact, do. Bitch, gum to my dick. <laughs> And the, the craziest shit is is Houston has to be top three strip club cities in the country because them niggas still had like fam. I saw in Houston because they had closed down all the indoor establishments for a while that they turned the parking lot into a drive-through strip club. <laughs> Bitches was up. Outside in the parking lot of a strip club. They brought the poles out and everything. They out there butt naked twerking with a mask. <laughs> Niggas throwing money out the window. <laughs> I thought that was a joke. No, that shit was real. It was a fucking trap. Uh, I mean, goddamn. Like, look, I love the strip club. But you're not gonna put your naked ass in my face while you got a goddamn fucking COVID mask on. He <laughs> gonna catch that queef before you catch COVID. <laughs>
put your nose in it, I guess. Yeah, nasty man. What, man? Look, come on now. We, we all know it didn't happen at least once. Take that fucking drunken night in the strip club. I ain't even have one queef on me. <laughs> Why is my nose wet? Oh! <laughs> 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 Lips hurt like I've been playing the harmonica. <laughs> Like that nigga on the beginning of the Chappelle show. <laughs> <laughs> you better not bring your kids. <laughs> Some nasty motherfuckers back in the day. <laughs> God damn it, don't you play this fucking podcast at my funeral, nigga. <laughs> I'm not like Jerm, nigga. Lie. <laughs> don't tell niggas the whole truth about me. <laughs> I mean, Unless everybody I know is dead. <laughs> fuck, dude. I mean, I'm just. When I said that, I'm. I'm I, just I know, man. I'm just joking. So tired. I mean, it's like my uncle. God fearing church going, and I was like, son of a bitch. This man got kids, so many kids in, in Raleigh. You know, one of the things he told me, he says, be careful whenever you're out here. Said, what do you mean? Just be careful. You don't know if you're running the family or not. Yeah. I was like, man. All right. So I guess you're saying I should just mess with white women. Okay. <laughs> He's like, not even the light-skinned blacks? None of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. And then, and then you know, they're going to sit there and say, all this God's fearing and church going and... Right. Yeah. Well, look, man. You got a whole motorcycle club... Out, out, outside. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> Look, man, I I think I've lived a life where motherfuckers can't really say that shit about me. I mean, not saying that it's impossible that I have some fucking late in life religious experience or whatever and spend the last 10 years of my life in church, but if I'm going by the previous 42 years that I've lived now, that shit ain't about to happen. And niggas is just gonna have to accept. Like, like, y'all knew, y'all knew Charles. <laughs> who who had been out with him? <laughs> well, y'all niggas shouldn't be alive. But <laughs> you knew what it was. God bless Dallas. <laughs> yeah, like, so, I mean, it, everybody know. Like, I, I am who I am. And when I go, 
Yeah, you, you really ain't got to say shit. Throw yourself a shot. Take it. Take your ass home. Like, <laughs> need much else other than that. Turn your pink ring to the moon. Yeah. Like, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's going to be wild. It's gonna be a wild goddamn time, right? All these fucking people coming here, all these tech tech bros. <laughs> Man, just just leave. All I'm saying is leave the dive bars alone. Like whatever the fuck you do with like Rio and Ranch and all that shit, have a fucking ball, have a blast, do whatever the fuck you want. Make the shit a hundred dollars to get in and fucking fourteen dollars. Leave the fucking dive bars alone. As long as you leave the dive bars alone, we'll be cool. I don't give a fuck what you do with the rest of that shit. Leave the dive bars, leave me a couple food trucks. Don't fuck with casinos. Other than that, have a blast. Fuck you, dude. You forgot one spot. No, well, I mean, nobody's gonna fuck with Magnolia. There was only one, there was a scare one time before that they could have closed. Yeah. I don't know why, but they could have. Yeah. I mean, they closed the one in. West oh, Austin, yeah, it wasn't that good. Um, yeah, but all that other shit, man, do whatever the fuck you want. You got a whole rest of the city to fucking play with. Just because, I mean, look, man, the East Side is gonna be lost. <laughs> that that battle is over. Because um, the only thing that's left over there from the old days, Park. Empire and White House, White Horse. Oh, talking about bars, bars yeah. Chicago Park is still there, but they got them people in the condo next to them. Protesting. Yeah. But, I mean, they're not going to get them fucking Mexicans out of there. <laughs> what are you going to do? Tear down the park? Make it illegal to drive through the park? Nigga, no. So. And plus, it's a fucking public park, and it's not like they're out there at night. They're in the daytime. Talking... Looking at you know, drink bringing their fucking lowriders and shit up like they've been really? doing for fucking forty years. Grilling and drinking, yeah, smoking weed. Doing what you're supposed to do in a fucking park. Relax. Go out there and look. Go look at the fucking yet. <laughs> <laughs> like guys, guys, could you keep it down? Fuck you, puto. <laughs> 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 it's Jesus, bitch. <laughs> it reminds me when I first moved down here. And I was hanging up on the east side and New Year's Eve, Christmas or what, New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. I was inside doing whatever. Twelve o'clock hit. And I look outside now instead of shooting straight up, it was at a low angle. And I'm just sitting there, I just got on the floor, just <laughs> mesh. What the fuck? What the fuck, man? Just like Jeremy, is this just, I get it, but it's too low. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you might as well be shooting at the house. 
says, when y'all taking me home? And he, you ain't going home tonight. <laughs> <laughs> shit. So, yeah. If that shit was, came down here back then, I think they would have uh, rethought it. Hey, look, man. Like, even my mom, she's getting to the point to where she's fucking sick of this shit. Because, you know, the fucking Tesla plant is uh, being built back up in there where Del Valley is. Mm-hmm. So, they've already started putting, like, they're building a boardwalk around the, uh, along the Colorado River. Now, all this time, all these people that moved out there and had the, them steep-ass embankments and couldn't really go enjoy the river and all this shit. White people started to move out. They're like, oh, we're going to make this walkable. We're going to put little boat docks and shit. And uh, they've already started buying land and, like, putting more houses and shit all back up in there. So my mom was like, you know what? If they make the right offer, I'm selling this shit and I'm moving to Galveston. <laughs> She's like, I'm a fish and I'm a crab. And that's just what I'm going to do. <laughs> Cause my mom got that house was like 125 in 01, I think is when she bought it. Mm. And now they're selling houses in her neighborhood for like 375, then at 400 thousand dollars for fucking what was a starter home, it was a regular three and two thousand square foot starter home in fucking the middle of nowhere outside of Austin. And she like, yeah, they make the right offer. She out. These niggas can't afford to live nowhere. Like, it's, it's fucking crazy. It's cra- and I don't know what the fuck they think. Like, Don't be thinking it's cheap. Well, I mean, to them it is. But are they making that money that they're making here? Yeah, they coming with their job. Oh, that's that tech, the, the yeah, tech, tech people. Yeah, tech people, yeah. Yeah, like, it's not. But what about the motherfuckers that are coming here following them? You, know, you see what I'm saying? All of them aren't tech people. They no. can't be tech. Well, I mean, if you think about all the companies that are coming, they could be. I mean, you got Apple's expanding yeah, their plan. They got plant. Nike on Congress. I'm not surprised. Yeah, they just, they just built one. Because they have uh, Apple... Is expanding. Google's bringing a plant down here. Tesla's bringing a plant. Uh, Oracle's building a plant. Google's already had one. Google had that building. They didn't have a fucking uh, campus. Um, actually, no. They did have a small campus. They're expanding their campus. Like Apple's expanding theirs. Uh, Samsung's expanding their plant. Um. Who the fuck else? Yeah, there's like six or seven other companies, like smaller companies that's coming up here too. So, yeah, it's highly possible that they're doing it. And plus, you got people who are getting hired because Tesla's building their car factory down here. So, you have industrial workers coming here too. So, yeah, it's very possible that all those people are just coming down here. Then what the fuck is going on in California then? California's got 40 million people in it. They can afford to lose the 200,000 that's moving here. I'm not going to make a dent in fucking California. 
And plus, they're coming from... I don't know. It ain't just California. They come from everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I saw fucking Ohio, New Mexico plates. They're coming from all over the fucking place. New Mexico's been here. Yeah. But mainly uh, New York, California. Like they said the... Well... So, like, 90% of the people who moved to Austin come from other places in Texas. And then the next highest is 8%, which is California. And then, like, 1% is from New York, from the tri-state area. New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. What about 5%? What, from New York? Yeah, and New Jersey and Connecticut. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's fucking... <clears throat> But, but we'll see. I, I want to see how those New York people deal with the summer out here. Exactly. <laughs> I can't wait for that shit. I can't wait for that Burned shit. Burned up like bacon fat. <laughs> yeah, fucking flipping out. What the fuck? <laughs> Why is it so goddamn hot? It's fuck fucking up. midnight. It's Texas, <laughs> goddammit. Woo! You remember them nights, man? Fucking 95, 99, 99.8 degrees. Yeah. At fucking midnight. Why is it so fucking hot out here? I mean, this was 90, let's say 90, 98, 99. I'm over there at to go outside to, to, to breathe some fresh air because yeah. of the cigarette smoke and whatnot and the weed. I step outside and it's thick. It's just, uh. <laughs> 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 So I'm sitting there and they always wondered, why did I disappear? It's like, man, I just live right down the street. I'm going there and get my bag. I'm going home. Yeah. Fuck this. Can't breathe inside. I can't breathe out here. I'm sweating out my alcohol. I'm gonna be sober by the time I can, and that's what happened. Yep. Go home, take a shower, and go to bed. Sweaty nights. Coming out of Element with my shirt off. Walking the hoax. Smacking, smacking girls on the ass. God damn, I was a nasty nigga. <laughs> Wild nigga. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Indeed. You from Houston too? No, I'm from North Carolina. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> God damn it, Chuck. Never said no though. <laughs> <laughs> Never. never, never put them shits away. Nah. <laughs> that was fucked up. And then her friend was up there at the store that that Friday or Saturday. I don't know which day it was. I was just sitting there, seeing somebody just slowly walk past. And I was like, wait, wait. And then looks right dead at me. It's like, son of a bitch! <laughs> I didn't do it! <laughs> uh, Jeremy, nothing. Nice. 
She's she's wanting you to come out there. I ain't going. What did she say? Since you were there with your friend, and he was just like, "Yeah, I was there." Cause I did go out there, and she was saying she said that. So I gotta go back, make some more glasses. Gotta go. Can't talk about this here. <laughs> yeah. Good old eye fart. But. But but the 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 one thing that's really gonna happen, it's gonna be funky. Oh yeah. All up and down Riverside and everywhere else, just stank. It's yeah. gonna be a smell that ain't nobody smelled. It's gonna be yeah. All the motherfuckers out there camping and they got porta potties out there and shit and they out there doing drugs and drinking and doing whatever it is they're doing. Not washing. Well, I can say this. Um, all it's gonna take is for somebody to get hurt or God forbid die. Two fires that under, day under a bridge. No, but it's gotta be somebody that people give a shit about. Like nobody gives a shit about the homeless. Uh. Cause they die all the goddamn time, and it doesn't even like we, like fam, during this whole fucking thing, I can't even imagine the amount of fucking people that's living out there in them fucking tents or under them bridges that didn't die and their bodies just been under that fucking bridge, for high up along, because nobody gives a shit. Okay, well. But the second, some fucking you know that they can write a story. Oh, she was a. A 27-year-old software engineer, and she was out for a jog, and we found her body underneath such and such. They ain't gonna clear the motherfuckers out. And then the police are gonna start cracking heads. And some people are gonna protest because they don't like the way it looks. But ultimately... Like we we know we, like we we saw what the fuck happened on Chacon. You remember what Twelfth and Chacon looked like ten years ago? Damn sure the way it looked now. But as soon as the whites <laughs> decided that they wanted to live over there and put their little dive bars over there, which I enjoyed. I like it, but I don't like it. But them people, like I'm starting to see it now. On uh on Seventh and Chicago down the street from where I work, where they used to sit next to that bagel shop. Yeah. They used to sit out in that field. They still do. Yo, they sit on that wall. Yeah. Because they fenced off that fucking field okay, now. You're right. And, and they by that grocery store. Yeah. They about to run them the fuck off too. They can't run. Where where are they gonna go? It don't matter. They're not gonna be there. They're gonna be out there. It's just like the prostitutes, man. The prostitutes are still gonna be there. Where are you gonna? Where, where are you gonna? Where? Where are you gonna go? Okay. Because that's what that's what we that's what dumb people on fucking twelfth and Chicago probably thought too. <laughs> and I guess they are the ones that went to Georgia. Maybe. Like, Why do I know this? It's because I drive and I see yeah. it every day. 
That's what I'm saying. It's like, look, man, they either going to push him further east or, or because, I mean, the thing is, is eventually, eventually what's going to happen is those fucking pink projects. Pink that's, projects? Yeah, that's over there off of 7th and, and Chicone. Okay. Those projects, they're going to go away. They got they got rid of the ones that were behind Lamar. Yeah. So once those go, because I'm pretty sure like the older people that be out there, that's probably where they live. Yeah, and they are uh, now. I took one out. Uh, I took one to Dallas's out there that lives at uh, across the street from that bagel shop. Mm-hmm. And uh, she says that she ain't going nowhere. She's she's. I'm not going nowhere. That can't make me go anywhere. Okay. You know, she's just all, you know, fuck them white people. It's just they ain't gonna, I'm gonna be right there till I die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I'm sure, uh, what was her name? Queen Nadia? We were on that gumbo place that was on the corner there. Yeah. I'm sure she said the same thing. Because <laughs> uh, of the way she was talking on television. I mean, look, and I know because... She knew if something was going to happen. Yeah. Well, I'm, but that's what I'm saying. Is everybody saying all of that shit? Like, I think the only thing that's going to be left over there is probably Houston Tillerson, just because it's a fucking uh, landmark. It's technically the oldest fucking college in the city. It's a year older than but, UT. But it ain't going to be predominantly black anymore. No. Fuck no. It's already 40% Hispanic. It's forty percent Hispanic when I graduated from there. Or, I mean, it's still it was still a majority, but it's still gonna be it's still gonna be considered historically black because historically it's a black university. But yeah, it's gonna become a commuter school for white kids probably, which happened to one of the schools in fucking Atlanta. So, I mean, look, we can sit here and say like. <laughs> They're gonna get them niggas up out of there. Because just in the time from the time I started going to Houston Tillerson in 2012 to now, I've seen that fucking neighborhood drastically change. <laughs> drastically. Like I used to go through there, you know, on my way to downtown a lot. And I've just seen the way 7th Street changed since, fuck, 2003. You remember what 7th Street used to look like in 2003? Shit don't look nothing like it. It's like I said, I like what's going on, but I don't like how they're doing it. I mean, I'm glad it cleaned up. I'm glad things are getting cleaned up. But with them cleaning up everything and, and doing what they're doing... It's more white people than anybody of color. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't push. Like, it's still a handful of old Mexican families hanging on. It's hardly any fucking black people anymore. All the black people moved to fucking Flugerville and Maine. Because that's how I know this shit to change. Because you don't see young black people down there no more. All you see is old black people. When you're down there, for the most part. 
So that just means that once they die out, ain't going to be nobody to replace them. So the ones that won't sell, I mean, okay. You got, what, another 10, 15 years maybe? But, you know, like I said, I like it, but I don't like it. Yeah. Nah, it's shitty. It's shitty seeing them people getting priced out. And then with the part that I don't get, though, is when you do this, like all of the cool shit that was here that made you want to come down here, who the fuck is going to work all of this shit? Like, who's going to be your bartenders? Who's going to be your waitresses? Who's going to be your strippers? Who's going to be, you know, all of the shit that you came down with? Where are all the fucking musicians going to live? Where are all the kitchen workers going to live? Like, they lived in those neighborhoods, but y'all decided that y'all wanted y'all cool shit over here. So y'all built point. all those fuck Like, wh- where are they going to fucking come from? That. Forget about that. Because it ain't going to be the fucking college students. Because, look, in my extensive uh, partaking of strip club culture here in Austin, and all of the strippers that I've known, and I've known quite a few, maybe two of them were going to UT, maybe two of them were in college, most of them were single moms. <laughs> Living on the east side or living off Rumberg. Yeah. <laughs> so. You know what I'm saying? Like, all the little cool hole in the wall spots, the little dive bars and shit. That shit is not owned by rich people. It's not owned by rich people. Well, even if it is owned by rich people, it's not run by rich people. That's not who worked the kitchen. That's not who worked the fucking bar. Like, Mike's a great guy. He ain't rich. Yeah. So, who's going to work? Like, all that shit. All the people working fucking Alamo. Like, yeah, a lot of them are college students. Now, I will say that. A lot of the people working Alamo are college students. But. But you got to work there all day to sit there and say you got money. Exactly. Well, back the day like where's that where's that workforce gonna come from like all the people that work at HEB where the fuck are they gonna live (laughs) simple shit simple shit well cost of living wages go up do they? By change, you you work certain places, you get a cost of living raise. Every yeah. Year. Okay. But it's, it's only change. Yeah. Now if it was three to five dollars, then it'd be worth it. Yeah, but like that was the thing though. Is so like all the apartments on Riverside, two musicians could. If they had regular gigs and maybe one of them had a waiter job on the side, they could make do in like a duplex or splitting the rent on a two-bedroom apartment or something like that, right? Who who the fuck can do that now? 
Who the fuck can do that? Waiters make two two seventy five an hour. Probably went up, man. Probably I don't know anymore, but it probably went up whenever this minimum wage happened. No, that that is the wage for a tipped waiter. That's the current wage in Texas. It's two seventy five an hour if you make tips. If you take home tips, that's the tipped wage in Texas right now. So who the fuck can live off that? You gotta have some good tips. Yeah, I mean, I I guess. I guess, but do you want to fucking bitch your goddamn apartment or your house on that shit? Mm. You're right. Plus, like, you have to factor in normal shit. It can... Your car, because I mean, bus system out here, not the greatest. Especially if you don't live downtown, which you can't, because you can't afford to live downtown. It's the only place the buses run around midnight. Everywhere else, the buses stop around ten o'clock at night. So if you work a fucking job when you get off, go downtown anymore. Yeah, but I mean, if you work a job, say you work at a bar downtown, right? Mm. But you don't, you can't live downtown. So when you get off at 2 o'clock in the morning, what are you doing? You taking an Uber home? Okay. So you take the Uber home. So you gotta call, you gotta factor that cost in every night you work. How much of that, how much of your your tips are you using just to get back and forth to work? That's what happens when you push the working class out of your fucking city. So you're going to be in Austin and it ain't going to be nothing but super rich people and super poor people living in the city limits. Super rich people and fucking homeless people. And people struggling. So you got people who have way, I don't want to say way too much, but got more than what they need. And you got desperate motherfuckers living on the bottom. And when that shit happens, we all know what desperate niggas do. So, And in the middle of all of this, you got motherfuckers who've been locked in the house for a year and a half. And you're trying to make it so that everybody can just legally carry a gun. <laughs> Texas is a wild fucking place. <laughs> yo, yo, if I was a fucking, if I was, if I was in the Texas legislature, I'd be like, all right, look, we'll give you the gun law. You got to make recreational marijuana legal right now because these niggas need to chill the fuck out. <laughs> But if they make recreational legal, it's still, I mean, how would that affect your job? It depends on the job. It's, it's, it's still like that in California. But, but the thing is, you know, it's just like with drinking. Mm-hmm. I get that. If you're, if you're going to come to work drunk. But just because you uh, smoked last night. Yeah, that means you're still high. Exactly. Yeah, I know. I know. 
I know. But the thing is, is the law can't change what a company does. Because, I mean... Because the the company's going going on by all the propaganda. Yeah. That's all they're, going, they're leaning on. And they're putting their money on. Right. Oh, they're going by that. And, I mean, I'm sure a portion of it is just insurance, like liability insurance and shit. But, I mean, that all depends on the job, too. It's just, it should be classified the same thing as drinking. No, I can't be coming into work. Reeking. Smelling like a pound. Yeah. With my eyes low. And white as hell, clear. But low, it's like, wait a minute. You got Vizine in your pockets, don't you? Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is that most of the people who functionally use marijuana now would functionally use marijuana when they make it legal. So, I mean. True, true. But they don't have these those particular kind of jobs. Yeah. Because I don't see anybody uh, wanting to do what I'm doing stoned. Yeah. Because I'd be damned if I want to do it. Yeah. And, and I mean, that's the thing. is like, at some point, you're going to get some sort of corporate compromise at, at which on the low end you're gonna be looking at you don't say shit we won't say shit just don't fuck up and we won't have a problem and then you're gonna have people who are gonna try to like figure out a way to be like alright I mean eventually part of the reason why this shit got so fucked up is because it's been illegal so long that they never really developed effective testing to tell if somebody was actually fucking high or how much they had in their system at a specific time. I thought they had been testing. Well, no. You can test for what's in your system, but you can't really test. Like, I don't think they have an accurate number for what, like, to be able to tell how much you smoked. Or if you had done it recently or whatever. I, I, I feel like if they put, like, a strip to put in your mouth, mm-hmm. and it should be easy to do Say, for instance, you, from I just smoked, okay, and I smoked today, but four hours ago, mm-hmm. strip, and, yeah, but that kind of stuff, that strip. kind of stuff takes, um, takes research to be able to get base levels. It's the reason why they know how much, like, they know how, how relatively, by your uh, size, how fast your body should process alcohol. And it's different for everybody, but it's not that different amongst whatever. Oh, no, I got one. Oh, they give you one. Yeah. But, like, they haven't been able to research that with marijuana because it's been illegal. You can't do research on something that is illegal to have. <laughs> so, How did they do research with LSD? Because it was legal at the time, and then they made it illegal. LSD wasn't always illegal. It's just like they have uh, limited tests with uh, MDMA, with uh, with ecstasy, yeah. 
they limited testing with that too because it's illegal. That's that's a drug I'm afraid to take. I mean, they find it it helps uh, people suffering with PTSD and some other shit. Yeah, but you gotta find somebody that got it yeah. at the right place versus somebody pressing shit. Because mm-hmm. people are pressing shit and selling. Oh, it's got the logo on. It's like, yeah, no. Who'd you get this from? Why? Uh, no, I don't want it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that's what I say. Legalization. It will help with all this shit. Have you heard any bad news on um, Oregon? Uh, I know they had some protests. I think they burnt a police station down a couple of days ago. Well, it burnt something down. And this is the place they made everything legal, right? What, in Oregon? Somewhere over there. Nah, they, they tried that shit. Somewhere made everything legal. They tried, they tried that fucking no police zone thing, and it didn't fucking work. No, I'm talking about drugs. Oh. I don't know. Because they, they supposedly made everything legal. Well, I mean, they can, I guess they can try that in the city, but they had a police don't fucking enforce it, but it's still state and federal law. And I know in Portugal, where they made everything legal, it's actually worked a lot over there. It's worked well. The drug, drug crimes went down. want to say like I think they said like 65% or something like that so now what they would have used for enforcement and jailing and shit mm. they just made rehab programs so if you want to get off you get off if you don't want to get off they have an area where they have doctors and they give out this needle exchange and they do regular fucking testing and shit and people are healthier so if you want to do drugs you either do them in the comfort of your home functionally or if you come down here you make sure you get clean needles. You do your drugs. There's doctors and shit. Not people laying out in the fucking street and whatnot. And if you want to go to rehab, they give you fucking rehab and they do what they do. So for Portugal, I know it's worked. In America, I don't know how the fuck that shit will work because we don't have that kind of approach to anything. And it's the same reason why fucking, you know, what. A third of the states have legal weed now. It's like 17, no, 19. 19 out of the 50 states have legal weed, but you can still get arrested for it because it's federally illegal. <laughs> so what's the point? Well, the point is that the cops that you see the most are local and state police. So you won't get arrested by them. But if the feds catch you, which, for an individual, unless you're moving state, moving weed or moving dope across state lines, generally the feds aren't going to be, you're not going to be on the feds' radar. Like, if you're in California and you're sitting on your front steps and you're smoking a joint, the feds aren't going to fucking kick in your door because they got bigger shit to do. But it's still federally illegal. Now, if it's illegal in your city, 
how many times do you see a cop car come down your street? <laughs> it's the city police. So, I mean, um, Burleson. That's the that's Burton, the Burton Burton. Excuse me. That's the difference. Is you're just more likely to see a fucking sheriff or a, a fucking local PD person than you will fed. Like, I would suck if you were a fucking potty and the fucking FBI agent moved in next to me. God damn it! <laughs> That'll be. <laughs> Dude, I'm moving. I'm selling this fucking house. <laughs> Having panic attacks every day. <laughs> right. Hey, stop watching me, Ted. <laughs> fucking fed. <laughs> a field agent. I work in the office. <laughs> Fucking accountant. <laughs> Fucking dark. <laughs> oh, you want me to know? You you want me to think you cool, Ted? Smoke this. Right. <laughs> right now. <laughs> Just this once. I didn't know you like to get wet. What? <laughs> that would be fucked up. Put some sherm on that shit. Shout out to uh, Hashtag Blackout Podcast. It's their five-year anniversary next week. I forgot what episode it is, but five years strong uh, podcasting. So shout out to Jared and Jay, which brings us to the sponsor. Shout out Hooks, Rubs, and Spices. They are back up and running. Their fucking store is open on Etsy. Uh, it's Etsy.com slash Hook Spice Rubs. Uh, use the promo code WHATPOD and get 15% off your purchases. God damn it, it's good. Um, love the Mad Cow, Cajun Reds, becoming one of my favorites. And, uh, yeah, go fuck with them. Get you some spices. Place in order, man. No. Throw something on your meats and whatnot. Sprinkle it on your bitch what? when she sleep. <laughs> Lick it off. Like the nasty nigga, y'all. <laughs> Those some seasonings on the devil's highway. Yes. <laughs> you know, the taint. Yes. Devil's highway. Oh, my God. God damn. <laughs> Booty hole just burning. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what are you doing? It's winking at me. <laughs> Say hello. <laughs> hello. <Ooh. laughs> oh my god. Oh, um, yeah. So yeah. Go, you know, go fuck with hooks, rolls, and spices. 
you can go to the website. Uh, we got a link. It's all there. Just click it. It'll put the promo code in. Order your shit. Good to go. So, uh, yeah. If you don't want to go to Etsy, you can go to uh, com. Click the link. It'll take you right there. You can also get all our episodes on various platforms because we are on everything, I think, right now. Uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, fucking tune in, all that shit. It's all there. Um, oh, and SoundCloud. So, yeah, go there, fuck with us. Uh, we got the picture gallery, all that shit. It's Whatever Man Podcast. It's Whatever Man Podcast. It's Whatever Man Podcast.